Hi friend, on this podcast episode, I'm going to be talking about five ways to reset for the new year. And one of the ways that you can reset that I'm going to talk in more detail on on in the podcast is adding a new piece or new element to your ritual, daily rituals, whether that's evening or morning. And I think one of the best ways to do that is if you're going through your morning routine, maybe you're exercising, maybe you're making yourself coffee, and you can start to listen to audiobooks while you're doing that. So audibletrial.com slash dopamine, D-O-P-E-A-M-I-N-E. That is a way that you can start to develop new habits. And I think one of the books that is available is Atomic Habits, which is all about kind of getting to know uh, how you can shape yourself into a person who does this type of thing, maybe has more better rituals, helps you maybe if you're an achievement focused place in your life, this can help you get into a little bit more focus. So that's one of the books that I would recommend. If you want to check that out, go to audibletrial.com slash dopamine, getting involved in uh, signing up through that list, through that link rather, will support the podcast, will support dopamine, subsidize and help us out. And uh, you get audiobooks in the process. So you know, it's a win-win for everybody. So go ahead, audibletrial.com slash dopamine, and let's get started with the show. Hello there, C-Note here, and welcome back to Dopamine. I wanted to do a quick episode about four ways to set yourself up for a fresh new year. Uh, I use the word prime yourself in the title, um, but really the idea is to provide some sort of reset, some ways to sort of cleanse your space, cleanse your thinking, maybe cleanse uh, your body, and get yourself into a good mental space or the best mental space that you can, given your circumstances, and to kind of, yeah, just get a refresh, right? So let's just kind of jump into it. Uh, The first one is to clean your space. And your space could be your workplace, your office, your studio, your home, your bedroom. Uh, It could be wherever you spend the most time or typically wherever you wake up is probably the best space to focus on. And now what I mean by clean your space, it doesn't necessarily need to be a super intense spick and span kind of thing, but maybe consider some of those things you've been putting off. So I I did some deep cleaning recently where I took the vacuum and it has one of those little extra pieces, little nozzles on it, the little noozles and uh, got onto the fridge and whatnot. Now I wasn't super meticulous, but everything is much more it's much cleaner. It feels fresher. There's an opportunity for, um, walking around in my bare feet and not feeling like I'm dragging crumbs or anything around. Right. And, uh, you know, judge, judge me all you want with that feeling. But, you know, as a perceiver in the Myers-Briggs system, I, my sense of cleanliness is maybe not up to the standards of another person's type of cleanliness, and same with my partner, Molly, but like we take care of ourselves, we clean things and we've seen a lot worse. We're actually pretty good, uh, with taking care of our space. And especially as if you are, you are a perceiver, you know, that 
that decision-making space, that private space is really important to keep your mind clean, to have those decision-making options to like work on stuff and focus on your things that you're, you're really deeply thinking about because whether or not you realize it, you know, I mostly talk to INTPs on this podcast and on the YouTube channel, uh, whether or not you realize it, your external space is going to affect your motivation, your ability to know where all of your stuff is, to be able to turn on a dime and be able to do the things that you want to do and simply not be distracted by some of those elements in your space. And it's also actually a good way to, now this is not on the list, but now that I'm thinking about it, uh, it's a good way to start to get rid of some stuff. You know, sometimes clutter can be cluttering the mind as well. And I think a clean space helps keep a clean mind in a sense, not in the introverted sensing or introverted intuition kind of way, uh, but uh, clean enough to be able to navigate and get into a fresh mindset. Because some of the some of the clearing of the clutter when you're maybe giving clothes to goodwill or just throwing out some old stuff that you don't need anymore, uh, outdated <laughs> things in the fridge, which, you know, I think we all have some sort of, um, some version of that. And clearing out some of those things is clearing out some mental space. <clears throat> and in a way it's, I don't know, I, I find it cathartic personally. And I think you may find that that to be cathartic for you. And so I would just recommend giving it a try. Do the best that you can. You know, I'm not holding you to any specific standard, but give it a shot and see how it feels. Start it. Um, <clears throat> and don't, you know, real set your realistic with all of these things is like set a realistic perspective on these things, right? Like allow yourself to take it one room at a time or one thing at a time, or, or just think about, what's one thing that I can accomplish today over the next few days. And it's not even about the new year necessarily being a literal deadline, but it's about, you know, that might help, but you know, just pick one thing a day for the next week or so and focus on that, get yourself reset. <clears throat> and it's not that there's necessarily a perfect, there's, there's not a perfect reset point. You know, it's not, there, there isn't going to be an exact moment where you're like, all right, I'm done right? It's just getting it to good enough and getting it to a place where you can feel like you're almost just getting rid of some things from the past that are just weighing you down. And some of that does include dirt and clutter and your own, um, your own human mess <laughs> as it were, you know? So I think that's really important. Next one is uh, physical detox. So along with clean cleansing your space, cleansing, cleansing your body. And that means making note of maybe some of the things that have hurt your body when you're eating them. Um, are you eating a lot of junk? Are you eating a lot of sugar? Are those, are there things that you can maybe take a break from and get some contrast from? So maybe eating too much sugar, you know, especially over the holidays here in America, you know, we just had Christmas and, uh, there are some other holidays that people have been having around this time of year as well. So, if you're eating a lot of food and <laughs> having a lot of, um, uh, uh, a lot of physical changes over the last month or so, I think it can be important for you to take these few days leading up to the new year and say like, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to cut back on sugar. Or I'm going to cut back on caffeine 
or I'm just going to emphasize fruit and vegetable, fruits and vegetables, um, lean chicken, maybe cut out carbs for the last few days or do complex carbs. You know, what's something you can change? Again, don't make it too ambitious. Don't get too crazy about it. But uh, what's something you could do to make a change? Maybe cheese has been bothering you, but you love cheese so much that you're like, uh, okay, maybe I should stop and let my body reset, right? The body typically needs 18 hours for something you've eaten. 18 to 24 hours, I think, is the last metric that I saw. And I think it holds true to some of my personal experience with food. It gets through your personal your your system. And I'm not just talking about pooping it out, but gets through your entire body system, through your blood and through your, you know, the water that you retain and, and in your muscles and things like that. Your body is constantly cycling through the energy that you take in from the food and drink that you take in. And that cycles through your body. And... So that's what I mean by like a physical detox. You know, maybe you drink some juice and change it up, drink more water, uh, something like that. And I think you'll feel a physical refresh um, by making some changes. And maybe that'll carry over. It's, this is not even about any kind of long-term thing. This is just getting yourself kind of refreshed, creating some contrast. Because the goal for all of these things, I think, in my mind, is to create contrast because contrast creates... Uh, contrast reveals all things is kind of my own personal mantra. So creating this contrast of doing the physical cleaning, maybe getting rid of some stuff and then doing a physical, um, uh, personal body based detox, I think could help as well. And in that similar vein, I think, uh, adding a new exercise or element to your rituals or routines may be something interesting to try. Maybe doing some yoga or, uh, a meditation in the morning and, or, you know, maybe a different thing to eat in the morning. Maybe that's part of your physical detox is instead of getting coffee in the morning, maybe you're drinking tea, maybe you're drinking decaf, maybe you prepare it in a different way. Maybe, uh, you do things in a different order, you know, changing things up a little bit, I think could be a way to create a little bit of a mental detox in a way. That's kind of what this is, is like a little bit of a mental detox, of keeping yourself on your toes. Instead of checking your phone in the morning, maybe uh, playing a video game or uh, uh, taking a longer shower or putting music on in the shower if you don't normally put music on in the shower. Or try not putting music on in the shower and see where your thoughts go. Um, that could be really interesting as well. And so, like, all sorts of little things. How can you change up your routine to just stir the pot just enough to feel a little bit of a refresh. Um, and then the last one is, and I, I, you know, this is short. Um, the last one is a dopamine detox. And by a dopamine detox, it, I mean is, um, you know, dopamine is the chemical. Dopamine is the desire chemical. When you get a hit of something, whether that's like from a really delicious piece of food or an orgasm or something that's exciting to your brain, the hit that you get, the feeling that you get is more of an opiate response. When dopamine is involved, that is the desire response. And so when you get the hit of something and you continue to desire it, the more frequently the hit is, the less you'll actually want it because it is really difficult for your dopamine levels to be managed properly if you're constantly depleting that. 
So what I mean is that there's an experiment that's been run with mice where they give them that, that opiate hit. They give them, they shock that part of the brain and give that physical full body response. And they give them that response through pulling a lever. And so the mice keep pulling a lever and they keep having the response. Um, but they were able to track that the, the mice were, there was mood changes and a uh, lethargy changes, meaning that they did experiments also with those same mice and they would put food in front of them and they would not start, they would not stop hitting the lever to get food or water or, or even, uh, uh, mating with a partner with a, you know, I don't even know if they would call it partners for mice, but you know what I mean? And so a dopamine detox in our case as human beings is thinking about some of those things that we're getting kind of cheap dopamine hits from, whether that's, uh, maybe playing too many video games or likes and shares on Twitter, um, getting hits of, of news or even like shock and awe from the news, thinking about world events, um, getting outraged about something, offended by something, sometimes that can give your brain a chemical reward because it gives you a sense of purpose. And so there are all sorts of different things that can give you a chemical reward, a physical reward. And you can pick one of those things or a couple of those things. I honestly think, you know, skipping social media would probably be the best thing that I would recommend because again, contrast reveals all things. And if you start to feel the difference of what equilibrium feels like, versus what it starts to feel like to be on social media all the time or to get cheap hits, then you can start to feel that difference and maybe you can make some changes for yourself. Um, because I think one of the challenges that, very similar to what I said with, you know, maybe not listening to music in the shower or something, we have a really hard time spending time with ourselves. That's why there's a lot of manic energy in the world. There's there's so much desire to not be in our own minds or to take responsibility for our own experience. And everything is about other, right? Other people are awful. Other people need to do this, do that, save the world. It's their fault. It's their problem. It's this, this person's awful. This person's great, whatever. It's always about the external. And it's really difficult to spend time with yourself. I've done this as a practice and it's still really difficult because there's a lot of things calling for you and your attention. And I think if you're going to get a mental refresh and really a full body refresh at this point, I think getting some sort of dopamine detox and getting yourself to a baseline will be really good for your mental health, especially if you're someone that is like me that feels very prone to addiction. I've always felt that way since I was a kid that I feel very sensitive to um, getting those cheap hits, to getting that reward, to getting that little bit of excitement. And if you're getting cheap hits of dopamine from your phone, for example, that same dopamine desire is the same thing that desires healthy food, that desires connection with a partner, even literal sex with a partner. If you're getting things that are not... Um, that are replacements for that, your brain doesn't know the difference. Your brain just is activating the same reward chemical for this, for all these different things, right? So I would recommend to try this detox, just see how it feels. 
And there are all sorts of YouTube videos that talk about a dopamine detox. And I would probably want to get a little bit more personally educated before I did like a full episode on this sort of thing. But I think it's really powerful and helpful, especially if you're a younger person that is, you know, you've grown into the world of social media and grown into the world of where all of this stuff is already happening. And it's already, there's so much like dizziness is kind of normal. And I think it's a, it's a brave step to get out of the dizziness, the normal quote unquote dizziness, and to be able to, to think a little bit more clearly, to actually improve your attention span, to be able to think a little bit more for yourself instead of being so influenced by the outside world all the time. And maybe start to realize how much you're influenced by the outside world, because I definitely am. And, um, you know, my getting off of Twitter and not spending as much time on Twitter has been my way of almost like privately going on the top of the mountain and, and just trying to get away from civilization because, you know, opening your phone first thing in the morning is like inviting millions of people into your bedroom. And that's not great. You know, you need that time. You know, that's one of the challenges with the pandemic is like a lot of people would get private time going to and from work you know, in the car by yourself, transition times, but a lot more people are spending time at home in their own private spaces, you know, fill in the brain with all sorts of chemical hits all the time and not properly flowing between human experiences and eating experiences and exercising, right? Like exercise gives you that hit too. And the, uh, you know, so all those things, like all the things that maybe are not feeling great in your life, may very well stem from this idea of managing your own chemical machine. Because we're very complex machines. You know, there's something that Sadhguru said once um, that I've heard a couple times, that we are complex human machines. We are chemical factories of sorts. And we spend so much time operating, and we don't spend as much time getting to know the instruction manual and reading ourselves and reading ourselves and getting to know the instruction manual of ourselves is spending time with ourselves. And I'm not saying that as just like encouraging extroverts to do that. Introverts have that challenge too, and very much can have a hard time spending time, really getting to know ourselves, really getting to ask ourselves questions, really getting to the root of something, really getting to understand how we feel in this context versus this context and really exploring the depth of who we are because there's so much there. We think the outside world has so, so much. Imagine there's, there's lifetimes worth of things to explore in your inner world. And I think that's very valuable for, for anyone to, in this dizzying world to, do that sort of detox and be able to feel yourself again. All right. That was a long one because I think that was the most important one, but hopefully this little list of four slash five ways to set yourself up for a refresh for the new year will be helpful for you. This is just an idea I had. I went out to, uh, to Target to get some stuff. I wanted some chips and salsa because... That's what I want. Look, I'm a hypocrite. I'm totally not doing the physical detox necessarily. Actually, I didn't get cheese. I was going to get some cheese and I didn't. So there are some things I am detoxing with. Um, 
And uh, to give more of an example of what I'm going to be doing, um, yeah, I'm not eating cheese. I'm going to stick to, like, some fruits and vegetables. I will eat chips, chips and salsa because I need some joy in my life. Um, <laughs> and um, the mental detox is, um, is, is trying to not look at my phone as much throughout the day while I'm working especially. And um, we already did some cleaning. And the new exercise or new routine thing, I, I haven't really added one yet because I just thought of it. So um, not sure what I'm going to do there. But uh, I did wake up a little earlier this morning and I think I need to reset my sleep schedule personally. I've started to wake up way too late and go to sleep way too late. And there's uh, getting into the circadian rhythm of, of the sun I think is very helpful too because all those cosmic forces do have an effect on us and um, getting into a better rhythm I think is something I, I want to do as part of that detox so uh, waking up earlier I think will be my, my routine shift and um, you know I'll just give it a try and again it's about just giving it a try don't put too much pressure on yourself this is not about major accomplishments this is not even about stick this is like try this for a week and that's it you know, and then see what sticks or see what feels good and then keep going. That's it. This is just encouraging you to experiment. That's really all. And what better time to do that than the new year when it's a mental milestone of when we can start to reset. And especially like the winter solstice just passed and every day going forward is going to get uh, brighter, meaning that it's going to be um, the sun's going to come up sooner and go down sooner, um, you know, due to all the shifts in the seasons and stuff like that so there's only up to go from here so i just wanted to give you that provide some 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 ways that you can reset and find a new way forward so i hope that goes well for you let me know if you have any questions you can leave a voice message here on anchor in the description of this podcast we are also doing officially i have announced doing a creating a vision for the new year for INTPs. It's a workshop that I'm going to be hosting on January 27th at 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, You go and sign up. It is $19. And if you go sign up for that, um, you can also get access to Cosmic Calibration for 50% off. Um, So being involved in that is a way for you to share your story a little bit. I'm going to do kind of a talk, a little bit of a presentation And also you can share your story. We can help you calibrate to what your vision is for the next year or the next few months or whatever makes sense and support where you are as an INTP. So this is me testing a little bit of a business model shift. I want to try doing almost like a pay-per-view style thing. I don't know if you've ever watched wrestling, but they basically do like a pay-per-view every month. And then in my case, a webinar and then content leading up to that is like kind of relevant to that topic. And it kind of helps me focus a little bit on a particular topic and do a lot of content around a particular topic, you know, per month or every few months or something like that. So this is really an experiment, um, but I'm going to bring it, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to share everything I know about casting a vision for myself and experimentation and being able to uh, try new things and uh, see what sticks for you as an INTP. And so uh, I'm going to bring that INTP perspective to this 
And again, you can bring your story too, and I can help you calibrate with that. Think of it as like somewhat of a group coaching opportunity as well. So there's going to be a webinar. You don't have to be on camera or anything like that. Um, just something you're going to watch and be able to engage in the comments. And then I can pull you on stage if you want to be on screen and want to ask a question or want to share your story. So go to dopaminepodcast.com or dopeintp.com and make sure you sign up for the email list because I'll keep posting things about that through the email. But then at the bottom of the page, there is creating a vision for INTPs for the new year. You can sign up for that. I'll post a link in the description of this podcast as well check that out. I would love to see you there. I would love to have this thing work. I would love to be able to interact with you guys a little bit more. I would love to know more about your life and experience and challenges and what I can do to support you with that. So thank you for listening to Dopamine. I hope you have an excellent new year. There may or may not be a pod, another podcast before the end of the year. Probably not. I'm tired. I want to go to sleep. I'm going to eat some chips and salsa and, uh, and, and, you know, do all that fun stuff. So I love you. Take care of yourselves and each other. And I'll catch you next time on Dopamine. See ya. This has been a C-Note Media Production.